Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. I'm your host for today, Pastor Matt. I've been asking a bunch of questions as a rookie pastor to the veteran pastor, Pastor Adam. That's me. Yep, I've been a bunch of questions, about 10 now. I've already yeah, You've been you coming with. pretty hard with these yeah, questions. Some, some of them have been fun, though. Yeah, some of them are, and some of them are easier than the other ones. Like yeah. one of the ones we did recently um, was uh, books that have been impactful, right? So that other than the Bible, these really impactful books, that one was an easy one, right? Yeah. And then we did some really hard ones, like, <laughs> for example, um, I have no idea what episode this one was. What was the wife episode one? <laughs> Would you say your spouse? 104, I, mean, I think that one. I think it's 104, yeah. yeah. Was placed the whole, above your ministry. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was, you know, would my wife say that I placed her above the ministry? Like, you know, mm-hmm. held her above the ministry, kept the ministry below her? And my answer back to that, that was a tough question. Um, that's the one I ignored. I didn't want you to ask, so we skipped it until we had to do it. Um, but, of course, the answer to that was no. Yeah. So you, we're not going to recap. This is the we're – on, we're on number 11 today. Yes, number 11. So we've done 10 of these things. Yep. Um, and in the beginning of this series, we were um, we were recapping every week. But man, it would take us too long right now to recap ten questions. So I just gave you a couple just now. Yeah. There's a bunch, man. It talks about failures. It talks about um, uh, not not failing, not falling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, significant moral failure type stuff, bankruptability type stuff. Um, and we've talked through all kinds of stuff. I mean, yes, um, books like I said before, and. Uh, you know, joys in ministry and um, yeah, yeah, difficult decisions, mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of stuff. So um, I really enjoyed this series. I had a pastor friend of mine who listened recently um, from uh, Chicago. He might be listening right now. Um, his name's Talent. So Talent, if you're listening, I hear you, brother. And he just <laughs> sent me a message recently and was really liked uh, episode 103. Um, and so, you know... I just hope this helps, period. Like, yep. it's really, you know, like I said before, we don't get anything from this podcast. So it's not like we don't monetize it. There's no money that comes in. There's no nothing, right? This is just a, it's an extra outlet for me to be able to talk through things that doesn't require me to prep for a sermon. But it also is just something we think could be helpful to people in their walk with Jesus because we know this walk is a messy, messy walk. I mean, yes. nobody wants to say that, but the, and the church rarely ever says that. But we ought to say that yeah. because it is a hard thing. Like, this is, is not easy to do. Um, it is it is difficult. I mean, you have to think about what a walk with Jesus really is. It it is is it is yielding, com- surrendering every little single piece of your life, of your mind, of your heart, of your resources, your control. It's yielding those things over as you grow to the lordship of Jesus. In other words, He's in charge of it all. And so, anytime we as adults are going to yield over anything. It's going to be very hard to do, right? Yeah. And so this actual walk with Jesus day in and day out is so much harder, I think, than most of the time, the initial, I want to be a follower of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you think back to the disciples, um, at least in the scripture, it seemed quite easy for all of them to go, yeah, I'll follow you, Jesus. 
But then when they actually follow him day in and day out, it seems real hard. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's what yeah. we're talking about. So I hope that it's just a helpful, you know, it's just helpful. That's the whole reason we do the podcast. And this series is not just for people in ministry. Like it happens to be Matt's a rookie pastor. It's his first full-time stint yep. as a pastor, right? Fresh out of school, that type of stuff. But been serving in the church for a long time. Not yeah. our church, just the church. Um, you know, been a Christian for a long time, but felt that call and then, you know, had to go to school and figure that call out and yep. all that stuff while being a dad, husband, while working full time, more than full time, like, mm-hmm. you know, and figure all that out. And so now you're in your first real stint. And um, we just thought it'd be cool for him to be able to ask questions that would help yep. him in this. But I'd really do think, and I've listened to, um, I don't usually go back and listen to all our episodes in full, but I've listened to all of these in this series. And I really honestly think that these are helpful for anybody that is a Christ follower in any way, yeah. um, especially if you are actually serving in and outside of the body like you're supposed to. Now, yeah. if you call yourself a Christian and you don't serve nobody, nowhere, maybe this doesn't help you. But one, I would question whether you're a Christian or not anyway, because the basic one of the basic pieces of following Jesus is being like Jesus. And the most obvious thing that Jesus is, is a servant. And so, yes. you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so I would question your salvation, but that's a different podcast for a different day. Um, but if you're a follower of Jesus and you're serving, you know, you're serving Christ by serving others inside the church and outside of the church. I think all these things help you um, in just a profound way. Yeah. And even if you are, if you're the rookie, if you're newer to it or you're more seasoned, or maybe you're like veteran status, you know, it makes me feel old to say that I'm better in status, but I absolutely am. <laughs> yeah, you um, are. It, 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 it is helping me. Just answering these questions has helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would just implore you, if you have it, to just go back and look at some of the some of the stuff from before, you know, yep. some of these prior episodes. We only got a couple left. So then we yeah, got, we got two We got left. today and today's episode 107. Yep, 107. Yep, we got 107 yes. and then 108 is next week and that'll mm. wrap up the series. And then yes. if you're wondering what we're going to do next, we don't really have any idea. Um, I, I take that back. We got a couple ideas, <laughs> but they don't have any meat on the bone. We ain't really fleshed them out yeah. very much yet. So um, with all that said, uh, let's tune into today's question that Matt's going to give me. Um, and I know what it is, and it's yeah. I'm not taking it easy know, on these last no, two. No, these last two are pretty brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What you did was you set me up, yeah, like a slow softball pitch with that whole "What's your books?" question. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you, I knew you would love that episode. That was an easy one, right? <laughs> you set me up with that one, um, and then now you you know you get me like mm-hmm. my so so before we go into this, the set, setting up thing made me think of this. Here's my um, here's what I feel is the Holy Spirit's method for me to preach and teach, because uh, that's kind of what you're doing right now. Is I want to uh, people come in guarded, right? So right now, picture a boxer with their with their guard up, right? Hands are always up. Boxers yep. not putting their hands down. Their hands are up. Hands go down, you get knocked out, right? And so people come into church. People come into a setting where somebody's going to teach or preach to them, guarded with their hands up, with their arms up. And I think that the goal is is to get everybody um, normalized on the same page. That drops some guard down, right? We're all the same type setting set. 
and then this person struggles too, this preacher's not perfect, that drops some guard down. And then there's a relatability that happens or some jokes that happen or personal stories that happen, right, that the guard just gets knocked down. And when the guard gets knocked down, then they are set up for the Holy Spirit to smack them in the mouth, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the goal, right? So that's what you did to me with that book question. (laughs) I dropped my guard down, and then you're going to come through with with these knockout punches. And so uh, that's kind of where we're at. But anyway, all right, so what's today? Today's question is what? What's your plan for maximizing the rest of your ministry? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I wish I knew. Well, this is good because I might be a part of the plan. (laughs) You might be. (laughs) I wish I knew. So this is a cool question because it's like directing me to not look back but look forward, right? And so most of the questions have been – advice you know backwards right let me look yeah. let me look back like there was one what would you say to younger you you know that type yeah, of question yeah. right um and this one is going all right you're not done you're not dead just because you're veteran you're not dead i'm not that old right even though i've been in ministry for 20 full-time ministry for 23 years or so um it's like what's the what's what's the plan to maximize that ministry going forward mm-hmm. you know and so um man there's so many ways i could go with this i don't have a full-on like written out prescripted uh succession plan right like yeah. it's not there i got a couple thoughts on it though and so so i'll kind of walk through what i think what i what i feel like god is leaning our family to and then um sort of my big ideals in general so i'll start with this and this might get some this might be controversial depends on who who's listening um you know three of you might get mad but yeah. uh or disagree i don't think um I don't think retirement for a minister of the gospel is biblical, right? Yeah. Um, Now, that does not mean that I don't think that there's a season where somebody else steps into the role that you're in and you step back. And I'm not saying that pastors that have retired are doing it wrong. I'm not saying retirement in the way we think of it. I'm just saying there's not a spot where you get to as a minister of the gospel, as a priest of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's everybody listening who's a Christ follower, not just somebody in the pulpit. Yeah. Um, you don't get to retire from ministry, right? You you may retire from a position. You may you may step back as you get older so somebody else can step in and lead the next generation or you may pull back into a different role but you don't get to retire from ministry you might you might start collecting your retirement check yeah right you might stop you know being on the staff at a church you may retire from the position but you don't retire from ministry mm-hmm. so the so the plan of going forward and ma- that's why the question says maximize your ministry you know in the future um because it can't be well when i hit 65 i'm going to play golf all day and preach every now and then when somebody asks me to. Yeah, that's not biblical. Yeah, that's so true. that that's that's incorrect. That is not cues from Jesus. I mean, I don't know if you noticed or not, but Jesus, uh, when his ministry kicked it, he kicked it all the way to the cross, died, rose again. By the way, he's not just hanging out chilling right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he is interceding on behalf of all of us that's at the right true. hand of the Father, and he is he is. He is setting up, plotting. His his kingdom is being built, and he's returning back to it to fully work in it. Right. So I yes, mean, it's like that's true. It, you know, it, it, he didn't just go. Oh, I hit the right age. I'm playing golf until this thing's over with. Um, so I don't think it is biblical. But I don't mean that you don't step back from that. So in my mind, maximizing ministry needs to be. I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus until one of two things happens. Until. Um, the trumpet sound and Christ returns and we roll out or 
I die in this society while hailing Jesus as Messiah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like it's one of those two things. So we are we are involved in the spread and share of the gospel, in making disciples, in teaching them to obey everything He's commanded of us until the end, right? Until mm-hmm. until the end of us, until the end of the thing, whatever it is, right? And so. Whoops, I think I burped and hit the table at the same time. Double whammy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But, you know, that there's no getting out of that, right? So you can't just just decide that you're going to stop. But that doesn't mean that you don't figure out what that looks like. So we're talking about maximizing ministry in the long term. So we're going to be ministering for the gospel until we're done. Um, So I think that – what what I feel like God's leading me into right now, and I feel like we've ta- touched on this in some of these questions, mm-hmm. to maximize ministry going forward. And so uh, getting older, going into a different season of life with my kids, like it, you fast forward a very short amount of time and Valerie and I are going to have any kids at home, yeah. you know? And so what would ministry look like then? Well, it doesn't mean that, that Pastor Adam is going to be a full-time grandpa, right? So mm-hmm. uh, um, to me what I feel like God's doing in my life to be able to maximize ministry going forward is to focus more on my family. That's good. um, And my children developing as leaders in the church, not necessarily my church Mm -hmm. or our church, um, pouring into the next generation, right? So figuring out how to um, see the the leaders that are in the church now and begin to help them lead in the future. Yeah, whether that is with us or in the greater setting of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, the vast majority of the leaders, the young leaders that you pour into, are not going to lead at your church long term. They're going to lead somewhere in the world, right? Yeah, so you got to have a bigger mindset. So, I think that where God has me. Also, um, that's one piece. The other piece is is um, man, I, I feel like I might have talked about this so far, but let's just do it anyway. Um, I'm just, I just recently, um, realized that I need to pay attention to my physical health so that I am around for my family and for the ministry in the future. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm being, I'm being very, very honest. I just shared this with a counselor two days ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So one day ago. I'm being very honest that, and yes, some of you heard that right. The pastor went to see a counselor. Yes, yeah. that is true. Yes, yes. Um, normalize that, please. Well, health, mental, mental Norm, health. Normalize is, that, yeah, please. Good. Let's normalize that. Yeah. Everybody, every, look, I've been a pastor for a long time. I don't work with every type of people you can know. Every single human being I've ever met needs a counselor mm-hmm. at any moment, at any given moment, because we all got stuff. Anyway, um, I mean, I I just verbalized this out loud, and it's a nasty statement, but um before god got my attention on hey this is this is a we talked about this this is where it's coming from this is an iron man this is not a marathon this is not a sprint right this is yeah. long term before that i honest to god my feeling my thought was go as hard as i can as fast as i can as quick as i can right everything focused on the ministry everything focused on that having success and if I die, I die, my kids will be okay. Mm-hmm. If I die, I die, my wife will be all right. They'll move on, no big deal, right? Everybody will be just fine. It'll move on, who cares, right? Just yeah. roll on. And, and God's just recently got my attention on that, on going, no, 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 there's a long play here. We're in this for the long haul. We talked about this on one of the mm-hmm. questions. And and uh, 
So a big part of maximizing ministry for me in the future is is getting healthy. Yeah. Right. That's good. Uh, getting getting um, getting healthy physically. I'm talking about right now, but also getting healthy mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's why I just said I'm seeing a counselor right now, and um, Valerie and I'll be seeing them together going forward. And getting healthy mentally is an important piece. And so I I, I think that you know, and getting healthy spiritually. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, all these things go together. Right. That counselor said to me a day or two ago that um, like Adam, all these things are tied together. Right, we like to compartmentalize spiritual health, physical health, mental health. Right, they're all tied together. Mm. All tied together. That's good. You know, if you're, and so this is how I noticed this recently. Um, I've had some heart issues and some stuff going on, and so um, I've been on a new diet, a new medication regimen, working out. I ain't done very good lately, but um, (laughs) trying. Right, it's hard. And uh, and one day. And so, so people would ask me, like, hey, are you, do you feel better, you know, since you're doing this physical stuff? Because I lost, like, 60 pounds plus. I don't even know how many. I stopped, I stopped weighing at, like, day <laughs> 70. We're on day 100. So I don't know what it is right now. It may have tapered mm-hmm. off, may have stopped. I know I ain't gained none. The pants I'm wearing right now are about to fall off. Um, and so I've lost this weight. And people are always like, do you feel better? Do you feel better? I'm like, no, not really. I mean, I don't know as much difference, you know? Yeah. And one day, um, our lead tech person, we were doing some recording for something or whatever and on video and and he came to me later and he goes, Hey Adam, you know how we thought it was the lights or the camera that was making you look red? And I was like, Yeah. And he goes, It won't them. Mm. It was you. Like you was turning red. And now you ain't. You know? Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it was like this the, the physical part, but but so my wife mm. though has also noticed in this physical stuff changes, she has noticed that I'm not as aggressive or as moody yeah. as I was prior. Um, I'm not as on edge. Mm-hmm. I'm not as intense. That's all, that's all mental health and spiritual health related stuff. Yeah, but is. it came from, it looks like the changes came from just making physical changes, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? So these things are all tied together. And I feel like to maximize ministry in the future, what God is saying to me is, is let's focus on your family. Let's focus on your kids as leaders in the church, not my church, the church going forward. Let's focus on the next generation of leaders like me and you are sitting here spending yeah. time together. Like this is a big deal. Yeah, you know? it is. It's good. Um, and, and, then, and then also let's get healthy. Mm-hmm. Like it's time to quit putting – your own physical health, spiritual health, mental health on the back burner like it's no big deal, right? That's not honoring to God. If you are sitting here right now and you are just throwing everything that you have into work, you are dishonoring God by ignoring your physical health, yeah. your mental health, your spiritual health. You're dishonoring God. If all you're doing is sitting around focused on your mental health, you are dishonoring God in your spiritual health, in your physical health, right? You know, you're dishonoring God in those things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're sitting around focused on your mental health only, these things are all tied together. And so I feel like God's calling me to get healthier in those to be able to maximize this thing. For Maybe for the first time ever with all this going on, if this is more, this is more of a confessional because I don't really have any plan for this. Yeah. Um, it's good advice, though. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. great advice. But it's very raw. Like, you can yeah. tell where I'm talking through it. I don't have no plan. There's no notes in front of me. There's no nothing. Um that I don't even know where I was going now. I just lost my thought right in the <laughs> middle of the podcast. Um, but, you know, like 
I, I don't know. Um, I feel like maybe for the first time ever, that's where I was going, for the first time ever, I feel like God's getting my attention that um, this is a long play, mm-hmm. right? And not in the not in the vein of you're going to be at this church forever in this role. Like I'd have said that to you a few years ago. This yeah. is my baby. We planted it. I ain't never leaving. Now God's getting more and more to the mindset of I could call you to anything, right? Yeah. So I want you to be able to roll this thing out for the long haul, mm-hmm. right? All the way in. I mean, what more beautiful picture than to be, I hope this happens. I don't know if my heart can take it, but I hope it happens. <laughs> I think I've eaten way too much pizza and French fries and Mountain Dew for this to actually happen. But God's good. Grace mm-hmm. covers all. Very, yes. Grace covers all, even bad arteries. Yeah. And so uh, how cool would it be to be 95 years old, um, still intentionally involved in ministry? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily preaching every week and teaching every week. and corn, You know what I mean? Like not necessarily all that. Have maybe have raised people into those things and doing some of that occasionally, but intentionally involved in the ministry of the gospel in this world at 95, you know. And so well, that you know would be I mean? amazing. I mean, that'd be cool yeah, as well. Get out. And I've never, I've never thought about this. How yeah. stupid. I mean, it's just to me, it just doesn't even seem right. Like, I yeah. think people are probably listening going, Adam, how have you never thought about this? I have never, ever thought about this. You can really sit back and see the fruit of everything. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That you God's, see all God's these things, through, man. Yeah. And then, you know, you get a special, you get a, like, if you tough this thing out and you, and you keep walking this messy thing, you get a special gift towards the end of life. Older Christians have a special, special spot in the body because they should be able to be the ones who have now seen God be faithful mm-hmm. all these years through all this mess and all yes. this stuff in the world and all this stuff personally that they ought to be able to say at 95 years old or whatever it is, keep pushing. Don't give mm-hmm. up, right? God's got this. You won't believe it. He's faithful. I'm telling you he's going to come yes. through, right? Like they should be the ones – like the older we get, we should be the ones who are living more open-handed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by open-handed? We typically live closed-fisted. Like yes. if you listen to this right now, I think about taking your hand and closing your fist. Um, mm-hmm. We we usually live like this. This is mine. I'm holding on to this with all I can. I'm fighting for this. And as we walk with Jesus, our hand is opening, right? Because none of it's mine. It's all His. Mm-hmm. Everything's His. It, not just things, but me personally, us. All of it's his. And so I'm going to live as open-handed as I give. He's going to give it to me, and then I'm going to – it's going to sit there in my hand, but then I'm going to do whatever he wants me to do with it because yes. it's open-handed. That's good. The older we get, the more our hands should be open. I mean flat open. Mm-hmm. Flat as I can't even get it flat because I got some arthritis or something in my fingers. But, you know, <laughs> as flat as I can get it. Like, um, and, and people that are older, those hands should be flat out, and they should be living the most faithful, God-can-move kind of ways instead of – Retreating and doing nothing. They should be doing. They should be doing more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they should be more open-handed. And I have never, ever, ever pictured this picture for me. I have always just like sinfully. I guess it's the. I guess it's me just leaning into the enemy. You know what I mean? Because you. Because by the way, you're either at any given moment, every single person, you're either used by the enemy or you're used by the Lord. I mean, one yeah. of the two, right? All of us. Yes. And so I guess it's just me being just listening to the enemy's lies and being used like this way. But I've always kind of pictured in my mind, I mean, I never stopped and thought about this, but like what's going on behind the scenes is I've always pictured myself just kind of like 
heart attacking out at 55. Mm. You know what I mean? Like blaze of glory, yeah. down in flames, going out fast, you know. Um, I've never thought about being old and faithful until Jesus comes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never thought about being old and faithful and dying in that and you know, having this very long life, longevity of ministry. I've just never thought about it this way. Mm. It's always been, it's going to be hard and fast and quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're going to go as hard as we, I just, I don't know. And my whole life's kind of like like that. Not just, not just like in pastoral ministry, but, yeah. um, which is weird. Cause I don't know if that's, that seems very abnormal. Like I don't, I'm hoping maybe somebody else, maybe I don't, I don't want you to feel this way. I'm sitting here hoping somebody else thinks this way too. Cause I'm not, it's so weird, but I don't, I, I think it's quite abnormal to think about things like that. And yeah. But I mean, you know, that's where God gives us signs and wonders and dreams and visions about things that you know that He has laid out for us versus what you were saying, where the you know the enemy likes to distort what God has for us and the visions that He's trying to give us. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I because I honestly would, I think it's right because I mm-hmm. think that it was it wasn't God telling me, even though I thought it was. It was the distortion. It was a yeah. trick from the enemy. Like where I thought God was telling me, you know, you go as hard as you possibly can. You push here. You sacrifice everything. And I would I would believe a lie that that's what God wanted. Yeah. If I look through Scripture, though, and I lean into the Spirit, it's like that seems anti what God wants. You know what I mean? Like I think it was, it was the enemy, mm-hmm. you know, distorting that thing and going, no, just go as fast as you can, as hard as you can. Like, and what God wants is he wants long faithfulness. He yes. wants faithfulness in all areas. He wants mm-hmm. peace for our souls, right? What I just explained didn't have no peace. You know, it was go, 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 do, do, do. It didn't include rest. It didn't include resting in his presence, you know, joy of just being in him. It didn't include uh, no no pressures of I don't have to earn his I don't have to earn his, uh, um, you know, accolades, and I don't have to earn his affection. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I'm honest to God. A lot of what I did, the root cause of wanting to work so hard, was to earn, um, not affection from God, but earn praise or earn being good enough. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's just a lie of the enemy, mm-hmm. right? That's just a lie of the enemy. And yeah. I think, you know, God, God's starting to show these things that start to break that, chip that stuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, plan for maximizing ministry for the rest of my life, I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. And a big piece of this is I still don't know what that looks like as a plan, but I'd never be able to develop a plan if I didn't see that it was even possible to, I mean, more than possible, like to actually live a long, fruitful life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so seeing that and knowing that it's like first step of starting to figure out and think through what would it look like long-term, but there's definitely a greater focus right now. And I'm not doing well at this. I'm just saying I'm recognizing it, of focusing on my marriage and my family and my health Mm -hmm. all around, not just physical health, but because those things are so intertwined. Um, And I've started to notice that, you know, and then God, let God give me a vision of the future, you Mm -hmm. know, um, It'd be it'd be real cool to be that guy when 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 Mary and Joseph bring baby Jesus into the temple, <laughs> right? And dude, man has been there forever. And I think his name is Simeon. I think it's Simeon and Anna, but I could be getting the names wrong. 
and it's two different two different situations but been there faithfully praying and believed that God had told him the spirit of God had told him he will not die until he sees the Messiah right mm-hmm. and so this long faithful life of coming to the temple every single day all the time you know what I mean and then thinking well this thing is going ever going to happen right but and then being all the way at the end and having that promise fulfilled you know right there in your eyes and then he basically says I can die now mm-hmm. um that's what I that's that now seems to me like a possibility. I won't yes. say that's what I want because God hasn't, my heart is not there yet. <laughs> but that seems to me like a possibility now of God determines the time. And if that length of time is long, I want it to be long. I want it to be fruitful. And then the last thing is, is step into the last thing God has for you before you step into eternity. You yes. know what I mean? So I don't know if that helps or not, man. No, this is um, good. Very I don't good. know if it helps or not. Um, it, it's a weird question. Um, maybe. It, when I first saw this question, I thought this would be easier if I was sixty when he answers asked this question. <laughs> this is a whole other thing to be thinking about it, you know, in my forties. But by that uh, time I won't be a rookie either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll be answering that question together. Hopefully we haven't quit. <laughs> Hopefully we're still in it. So, um anyway. So thank you guys for listening, Matt. You got anything else? Oh, that was good. All right, cool. I'll, I'll get you again next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. Last one next week. Yes, yes. So last one coming up next week. We will hit one last question from the rookie pastor to the veteran pastor. Yes. Um, check us out online. Check us out on social media. Um, just so you're clear real quick, if you want to know, all right, how can I help this podcast succeed? The three key things we need are we need you to follow it on whatever platform you're on. Um, whatever that looks like. So it's Apple or Spotify. We need you to rate it five stars. We don't need no one stars, right? Mama said if you ain't got nothing good, don't say nothing at yeah, all. Yeah, that's right. Just um, five stars. And Only. then and we need you to share it. Those yeah. are the three things that help. I'm not asking you to do that because we get money from it. We don't. I'm asking you to do that because that's what puts it in front of more people. Yes. Um, so that's what helps this weird algorithm stuff that I don't understand. So um, anyway, please do that if this is impacting you and helping you. But uh, we'll be back next week for another episode. All right. See you guys. See Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.